0: glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Capps. I was in Florida several years ago. There was a lady who met me on the sidewalk before the night service and said, would you pray for me? said, I've had a headache for 30 years said, I don't know what it's like to be without a headache for 30 years. I said, well, are you going to be in the service tonight? Well, yeah. She said, I'll be there. I said, well, come on. God will heal you. And uh, she came to the service that night. And I taught the Word. And then I laid hands on the sick. She came in the line, and I heard this in my spirit just as I walked up to her. And I heard it in my spirit say, tell her she'll be healed instantly when you lay hands on her. So I just said what I heard in my spirit. Well, I touched her, and she went out in the spirit. I went on minister to some others. And when she got up off the floor, I heard the spirit of God say this. I heard this on the inside of me. Tell her to go in peace and be whole of that plague. So I said, Sister, the Lord said, go in peace and be whole of that plague. In other words, don't let it come back. I asked her, I said, where's the headache? She said, it's gone. I just said what I heard in my spirit. Don't let it come back. See, most people lose their healing over a counterattack than any other one thing. Most of the time they'll say, I thought I was healed, but I guess I'm not. And then it'll come right back. Now somebody said, well, now if God heals them, they'll always be healed. No, not necessarily. If it was their faith that got them healed, more than likely they'll keep it. But sometimes through the ministry gifts, people get healed that maybe didn't believe anything. Now see, there are other ways to get healed. And if they don't grab a hold of some faith, And release their faith in it. Well, anyway, to make a long story short, she told me the next day, she said, at four o'clock the next morning, she said, I woke up with my head hurting. She said, I just sat up on the side of the bed and I remembered what you said. She said, oh, no, you don't. Satan, in the name of Jesus. Hands were laid on me last night and I received my healing. I am healed in the name of Jesus. She said, instantly, just you snapped your fingers and you left. Never came back got a letter from her three months later, said I never had another headache. God. So, you see, you have to stand against that. You see, Jesus, one day, the ten lepers standing far off in Luke, the 17th chapter, said, Jesus, our son of David, have mercy on us. He said, go show yourself to the priest. What do you mean, go show yourself to the priest? You only do that if you've been cleansed. And they hadn't been cleansed. They're still lepers. But as they went, they were cleansed. First step they took toward the priest's house. They're calling themselves clean, just like Jesus did. See, he called them clean. But they wasn't clean. But then they were. See, as they went, they were cleansed. What would happen if they hadn't went? Wouldn't have been cleansed. Somebody said, I don't believe in making confessions of faith unless it's already done. Well, you don't believe the Bible. Because as they went, the first step they took toward the priest's house, you see, they're calling themselves clean because that's the only reason you go show yourself to the priest if you've been cleansed. And Jesus said to the man, thy faith has made thee whole. See, one of them came back. The others didn't. They probably lost their healing. Didn't say. He says, was there not ten healed? Where are the nine? Only this one came back. He said, thy faith has made thee whole. It was his faith that made him whole. Now, go with me to Mark's Gospel, the 6th chapter. You're right there in the 5th chapter. And he went out from thence and came into his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogues, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence has this man these things? And what wisdom is this that is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Is not this the carpenter? the son of Mary, the brother of James and Hosea and Judah and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. And Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own kin, and his own house. And he could there do no mighty works, save he laid his hands on a few sick folks, the Greek says sickly folks, wasn't much wrong with them, and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief, And he went around about the village teaching. Now here we have one translation says he tried to, but he couldn't. Now see, the idea that Jesus just could do anything at any time just doesn't bear it out in the scripture. Unless he could get people to believe, he could there do no mighty works. See, he's operating as a man anointed with the Holy Ghost and healing power. So it was their faith that changed the situation. You know, I was in a meeting in Missouri one time on Sunday morning, and I had taught on healing and ministered to the sick. And after we had ministered to the sick, we were standing in the aisle of the church. Here come an elderly man, his wife up, and began to talk. And she was saying something, and, and he kept interrupting and saying, She hath arthritis. And three or four times he said that, just kept interrupting what she was saying. I don't remember what she was saying, but... Anyway, I finally said to her, I said, you don't need that arthritis, do you? Well, no, she said, I really don't. And I said, well, I heard this in my spirit. The Lord said, have your wife to lay hands on her back. She had spinal arthritis. Have your wife to lay hands on her back. You lay hands on her, and I'll heal her. Well, I just told her what she said. I said, the Lord just told me if I lay hands on you, my wife lay hands on your back, he's going to heal you. Oh, she said, I've been prayed for before, but it didn't work. I thought, hmm, you know, if we depend on her faith to get her healed, we're in trouble. I said, well, I'm not going to pray. The Lord didn't tell me to. He said, lay hands on you. So I laid hands on her. My wife laid hands on her back. And I said, in the name of Jesus, be healed. Be whole of thy plague. Then I said, now bend over and touch your toes. She opened her mouth. I saw her form the words. I, I, you know, she started to say, I can't do it. And then she just started bending down a little. Like this, re- real slow at first. Then she went on down, went on down, went on down. Bent over and touched her toes. She stood up. I said, how long has it been since you've been able to do that? She said, 30 30 years. 30 years. Bound by spinal arthritis. Instantly healed. When hands were laid on her. Special anointing. Didn't have a thing to do with her faith. Because she said, I've been prayed for before. It didn't work. But you see, there are special anointings. But generally speaking, in the scriptures, people had to believe things. Had to believe in the anointing. See, in his own hometown, Jesus could there do no mighty work. Because they didn't believe he was anointed. They could have got their barn roof fixed. 'Cause they believed that he was a carpenter, but they couldn't get their body healed. <laughs> so in your own hometown, he said, you know, a prophet's without honor. I mean, the people won't believe it. I know in my hometown I taught Sunday school class for years, and some of the boys in my Sunday school class, they saw me out at the airport one day flying an airplane. They said, We didn't know preachers could fly. Like, you know, you had to be some kind of strange, and, and people say, well, he couldn't be annoyed. I saw him driving a combine the other day. <laughs> it's strange what people believe, you see. But I was in St. Louis one time, and a full gospel businessman meeting. And here's a woman, we was sitting up at the head table before the meeting started, you know. And she comes out of the audience and walks up there, and she shook hands with me. She said, Brother Caps," said, I just wanted to meet you. She said, I want you to know I've been prayed for by the best of them. Oral Roberts prayed for me. Kenneth Copeland prayed for me. Kenneth Hagin prayed for me. She said, I guess I'll try you. (laughs) I said, well, dear sister, if you expected me to heal you, you're going to be sadly disappointed. But if you'll come and release your faith in the anointing of God, you'll go home healed tonight. I don't care who's prayed for you. She said, are you serious? I said, I've never been more serious in my life. See, she's expecting some man to heal her. She didn't have any faith in the anointing. She expected some man to do it. See, in Jesus' hometown, he could there do no mighty works because they didn't believe that he was anointed. They were offended at him. Let me give you one last scripture. In Mark's Gospel, the first chapter, gives us a classic example of a man that had great faith that Jesus could but did not know whether he would or not. This seems to be a major problem, especially in full Gospel circles. The people say, Well, I know God's able. Well, the devil knows that. But will he? Now here's a man in verse 39 says, And he preached in their synagogues throughout all Galilee and cast out devils, demons. There came a leper to him, beseeching him, and kneeling down to him, and saying to him, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand, and he touched him. Now I want you to notice, the whole multitude got healed in many places if they even touched him. Now he moved with compassion, touched the man, and nothing happened. He's just as leprous as he ever was. Not one bit of power flowed. Nothing happened. Why? Because the man has a question mark. He said, if, if thou wilt, thou canst make me whole. He knows he can't, doesn't know whether he will or not. He hasn't released his faith. He's waiting for a word. Faith cometh by hearing. See, now, he had a reason for that. There was no record of lepers being healed, that Jesus ever healed lepers before this. But we don't have that excuse. (laughs) So, see, that was a legal doubt for that man. But then Jesus, see, he's already touched him now. And no power flowed. He's just as leprous as he ever was. And then he says, I will be thou clean. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him and he was cleansed. What happened? He removed the question mark. If you have one question mark, whether it's God's will for you to be healed or not, it stops the flow of the anointing of God. People that just touched Jesus got healed when he didn't even know they're there. But then he deliberately lays hands on somebody and no power flows. Why? Because they didn't believe. They didn't know whether to believe it or not. See, your faith will always stop at the question mark. But if you remove the question mark, the faith will draw the anointing. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, our book offer all this week is book offer number 7504. It's called Your Spiritual Authority. Now, this book was formerly called Authority in Three Worlds. It was a small paperback. It is now in a regular size book, and we've changed the title, got a new cover on it. But it's the same book of Authority in Three Worlds. But if you don't have this book, it's now entitled Spiritual Authority. It's $11 plus $4 postage and handling. That's a total of $15. And this book will give you insight into how God created man in his image and his likeness, gave mankind dominion over this planet. We have a chapter in here entitled Keys to Understanding the Bible. If you don't understand the first three chapters of Genesis, you're not going to understand the Bible real clearly. Authority of the body, this is an important chapter because it deals with the fact that your body gives you authority on this planet. Jesus had to be born on this planet to have authority here because in Genesis 1, God gave mankind authority, and he took on him the image of man. He was a man, first of all. He was a son of God, all right, but God had to anoint him so he could destroy the works of the devil. In chapter 9, it says the authority of Jesus. Now we have in chapter 11 says Jesus a sin offering. This book starts in Genesis and carries you through the Bible showing you an overall view of what some people only have bits and parts of. Chapter 13 is first begotten of the dead. Did you know that Jesus after he arose from the dead he was called the first begotten from the dead and never called again the only begotten of the Father. He's the first begotten from the dead. That's important. Offer number 7504 your spiritual authority 180 page paperback for $11 plus $4 postage and handling that's a total of $15 we have a toll free order line 396 18773969400 until tomorrow this charles caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated god is exalted and jesus is coming this broadcast is sponsored by Charles Kemp's Ministries and our listeners in this area.